Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Okay. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can listen to our Warn Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Warn Radio is now on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music in Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and PocketCast. Be sure not to miss the following posts from our Warren Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Fourth Estate, Fake News and Deception. American Discontent, Faith and Fragility. Occupy Till I Come and Be Faithful. And you don't want to miss the WIBR Warren radio shows on warn-usa.com. Alpha Omega Fighting God, The Kingdom War, Part 12 on Sound the Shofar. Repent, Return, Rest, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 73 on Battle Lines. Peter's Epistles Classic at Warren Radio Series. Freedom, Faith, Terror, Gospel News from Warren Radio End Time Advocacy. And be sure not to miss these shows on Warren Radio for the week of June 14th through June 16th. Wednesday's Advocacy Show, Sanctified by Faith, Miraculous, Congo, Finding God, Persecuted Church, on Warren Radio. Thursday's Isaiah series, My Salvation, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 176 on Battle Lines. Friday's Revelation Throne of Iniquity series, He That Overcomes, Revelation Throne of Iniquity, Part 17 on Sound the Shofar. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising, The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana Glenn Smith. The Rising continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. Hidden within the storyline of The Rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. And you can get your copy on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Ingram, Walmart, and the Rising ebook can be found on Google Play. You can also get your copy of the Rising by going to danaglinsmith.com. And while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. Now I welcome in the Watchmen. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? 
Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good. Yes. Greetings. Welcome to another Friday, another weekend, another Shabbat. Another day in America. Well, I'll tell you, we have troubles here. And if you don't know that, well, let me be the first to tell you. However, people in other countries are going through a lot worse, especially Christians. And I'm speaking of Christians. Because around the world, radical Muslim, radical Hindus, and other groups are targeting Christians. Nigeria hit the news this week. It's been in the news for us for a long time. Now all of a sudden people have woke up and say, hey well, man, Nigeria is a problem. Where have you been? Speak, you say because I dedicate a show every week talking about the persecuted church. Of course, people in America are too busy. They're not interested. They got too much entertainment. They don't need to know that. Or so it seems. Well, this week we start a new series. Grace Rejuvenating Hope in Christ. And of course, since we started it, welcome to part one. And at the same time that we begin this, well, the world is still in turmoil. And it's not like every hour, every second, every day it's in turmoil, but it seems that way. But for the persecuted Christians in Nigeria, that's exactly what it is. And in India. And in Niger um, uh, China. They're in prison, a lot of them. And in North Korea, they're in their prison camps. So in most of those countries, especially in China and North Korea, but let's talk about North Korea. They will pray silently under sheets to keep from being discovered. Because if you're a Christian in Kim Jong-un's place, well, you're in trouble. And you know, when God created this whole thing, man included in the world, he gave men, that's including women, that doesn't mean I'm saying women are men and men are women. I'm just saying in the beginning and the Bible uses men <laughs> he gave them a certain time on earth to live how they want and after that the judgment for all of sin and come short of the glory of God, and the soul that sinneth it shall die. It is given unto men where they can live on this earth as they see fit. And then they're going to die. Everybody dies. Everybody dies. And after that the judgment. And Christ came to deliver us from that death. And so, you know, as we see the world stumbling around trying to find peace, 
Now there is a root of bitterness and wickedness in this country. And it needs to be rooted out. And you find, you know, this root of bitterness being expanded all the time by some of these wicked talk show hosts and others who spread their hatred. You know, and some of the Democrats, the older ones, they're mad all the time in Congress. We call her Mad Maxine. There's one. Whoopi Goldberg is another. She's not in Congress. But see, we've got these people and they're mad all the time. They're always raging about something. We've got a lot of them. And we allow them to cheat on the elections. You see, one, you know, and, and on top of that, we have some of the biggest churches there is in the world. And we don't hear from their pastors. See, we have this easy-peasy good news clubs, which are okay. But see, there's sometimes you got to put on the mantle of fire and brimstone and the word of God and let it cut into the sins of men to wake them up. Now see, this week's beginning of grace rejuvenating hope in Christ is really about rejuvenation, hope and grace but it's about also facing what we are looking at and the divide that was in America and I prophesied on this during the great American eclipse that went from coast to coast I told people it highlights the division in America and it's going to get worse I also told people ahead of time, and I've mentioned it many times on the mic, that Trump wasn't going to win in 2020. You see, there's a lot of things going on. Biden was a setup. Biden probably doesn't even know it. But it was a setup to destroy Trump, to take over, make a one-party system, to flood America, and that's exactly what Obama's uh, uh, operandi, modus, uh, modi operandi was when he was president. And the thing of it is, when Trump got in, he got rid of all of that. And he created an economy like no other. And see, that happened for one reason. Because the Lord was showing America, what do you want? Do you want my blessing and someone who will run this country and get this thing back? Or do you just want to continue in sin and rebellion? America has a choice, just like Judah has a choice, had a choice back then. Like Israel had a choice, the northern tribes. Had a choice like Nineveh had. It has a choice. And what I pray is that we have the right answer that our kids find redemption and hope and peace. And instead of spending billions on Ukraine in war, we need to be working on the better side. Because war, violence, bloodshed, murder, thefts, immorality, debauchery, 
stealing elections, lying, not taking your oaths seriously when you take office. These things is is one of the absolute destructive forces that's facing America today. And we can find hope, but we also have so much other stuff that is going on. And so many things. And you have a government that's trying to follow Klaus Schwab, who is a German, and Soros, who is a German. Both of them, you can connect their families to Germany and to Hitler and to what was going on there. And I don't know what it is with Germans, but Klaus wants to destroy the, I mean, wants to destroy what we have. And he has these meetings, been having them for many years, convincing leaders of countries that we need a one world order. And you're going to have one. But we don't want this thing. And you're not going to want the other one that's coming. But if we can stop this one, if we can return America and the nations back to the way they were, things are going to change. But see, you got people already talking about the rapture. Let me tell you something about a rapture. I knew, uh, and I talked about him, a prophet, a Jewish prophet. And he had a tendency to make people mad once in a while, as prophets do. Scripture, you know, when we talk about prophets, it says, fear God and the prophets. Nevertheless, he told me when in one of his experiences he had two angels that always came to him one or the other one would and they told him that the rapture as people call it in America is not going to happen now see I don't teach on the rapture I don't teach on when it's coming, whether it's pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib. I don't care. I look to the Lord. Whenever he comes, he comes. But I can tell you that the whole teaching of the rapture has been taken way out of context by our leaders. And many of the organizations, the Baptists included, you know they see you go back to the beginning when all this began beginning began I didn't need the the other word but at any rate it was all based around the dream of a young girl theologians picked up on it agreed on it and so misinformed theologians taught this false truth which in turn got taught and over the years today it is solid doctrine matter of fact I know all about the pre-trib rapture I know the ins and the outs but I also know a lot of other things And I choose to focus on Christ rather than the debate on the pre-trib rapture or the mid-trib rapture. So you focus on what you want to focus on. 
But as for me and my house and our ministry, we focus on Jesus Christ, Yahshua, Hamashiach, the only begotten Son of our God and Father, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the great and mighty and most revered God, even our Father, as the Lord told us in the Gospels. Now you see, as we face all these various issues, you know, we have hope today, in spite of the troubles in America. And we also have some revival breaking out. But we don't need some revival. We need a massive revival. And the storm has not even developed fully yet. But yet we have many issues and troubles. And many pastors are calling for people and telling them to draw close to the Lord for the rapture is coming. And they mean well. But prepare yourself. Because your brothers and sisters around the world were never raptured out of their trouble. America's Christians are not going to be raptured out of what is coming right now. Now you don't have to believe me. You can do whatever you want to. I don't lose sleep over it. I may lose sleep over other things, but I don't lose sleep over that. I don't worry about it at all. Not a stitch. But see, this series is going to be about faith. And what do we do in perilous times? Because we need the faith of the Lion of Judah. We need the endurance of the Lord when he went to the cross. So be sure to get in on this new series, Grace Rejuvenated Hope, Rejuvenating Hope in Christ. Now for us today, it is here in America at this moment in this time that the heritage of our faith has a diverse effect on many today. In America, such things are unknown. While in many nations today, indeed, Christians are hacked to death, burned alive, stabbed, beheaded, their children are murdered, and entrails spilled out. The common bond of all these Christians, and at this time, there's been more Christians killed, I believe, than at any other time. The common bond is Jesus Christ their faith in him and their obedience to that faith and the company of which I refer to which I speak of is the Christian company of faith this Christian company of faith Jesus Christ is the head of the church and the almighty in Revelation chapter 1 the chief executive officer who is the head, which is Jesus Christ, was beaten, whipped, crucified, and put to death, although he was innocent of any charges. Then he was raised from the dead and ascended to the right hand of the Father, is coming back again. Christ set in order a board of directors they were persecuted, beaten, rejected, and hated of men and governments, and many were martyred. Philip was martyred at Heliopolis in Perga. He was scourged, put in prison, and crucified in 54 AD. Matthew was slain by a halberd basically an axe on the end of a long spear in Nod 
Daba in Ethiopia in 60 AD. James the Less had his brains dashed out with a club at 94 in Jerusalem. Mathis was stoned at Jerusalem and beheaded. Andrew was crucified on a cross in Edessa, Mesopotamia, which is Turkey. St. Mark was dragged to pieces in Alexandria, Egypt. Jude was crucified in Edessa, A. 72 A.D. Bartholomew was beaten and crucified in India by idol worshippers. Now that hasn't changed. They're still idol worshippers. And they're still beaten and even crucifying Christians. Thomas was thrust through by a pagan by pagan priests in India and died. And that hasn't changed because there's still pagan priests there who are killing Christians. Luke was hanged on an olive tree by idol priests in Greece. John escaped being boiled alive in oil and was imprisoned on Patmos and died of an old age, escaping violent death. He was the only apostle to escape such violent death. So when we look at all this, the foundation of the church is the blood of the Lamb and the blood of the martyrs. The blood of the Lamb established the church and made it possible for all men to repent and come to our God and our Father and find forgiveness and restoration. And the blood of the apostles forms a foundation upon which the church and I mean the called out ones I'm not talking about man-made churches man-made companies denominations corporations led by a pastor and a board of directors That's not a church. A church are the ecclesia, the called out ones. We are the church. For within us is the temple of God where the Holy Spirit is. And once you're a Christian and you were born again by the Spirit, the Spirit of God doesn't leave you. So today, if there's anything that we do, we have hope. We need to have hope. No matter what we face. And remember, our hope does not or should not make us ashamed. Because our hope is built upon the rock of Jesus Christ and his work on the cross when he overcame. It will not disappoint, it will not deceive. When we hope for an object which we do not obtain, we are conscious of disappointment, perhaps sometimes of a feeling of shame. But the apostle says that the Christian hope is such that it will be fulfilled. It will not disappoint. And what we hope for, we shall certainly obtain. I recommend you read Philippians 1.20. In Psalm 22, 4-5, Our fathers trusted in thee, they trusted, and thou didst deliver them. They cried unto thee, and were delivered. They trusted in thee, and were not confounded or ashamed. Now you are blessed to be living in the end of days. 
And I believe, and from the very start, our goal was to herald in the coming of Jesus Christ our Lord. Now between you and I living here today and the coming of the Lord, there's a vast territory of things that must come. And that's what John was writing about in Revelation. So we have a book called the Bible or scriptures. But if you destroy every Bible in the world, which there would be people on this earth, especially in America, that would want that to happen. They also have come up with this, have an AI write a Bible. The AI written Bible would make people feel good. Wouldn't save their souls, but it'd make them feel good. In fact, it would make them feel real good. The deception of the dark one which comes is going to be such that the nations of men are given into his hands. Paul writes about the deception because they have rejected the love of the truth. Second Thessalonians chapter 2. We have a long ways to go. And one of the key things is they overcame by the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. And that's one of the things. We love not our lives unto the death. And so one of the reasons that the church likes the rapture so much is because they're not going to die. <laughs> so you, you've got a choice. That's what it looks like. Go in the rapture, you're not going to die. You stay here as a Christian, you're going to get martyred. And you're going to die. We don't want to do that, so we're going to be raptured. Well, see... I'm not one of those. Actually, I'm not neither one of those. Scripture isn't either. Matter of fact, if you point to the Hall of Faith that Paul writes about, there were those there, were those there that were delivered. There were others who chose to be martyred for a better resurrection. I'm one here where we are to live by faith and trust God, believing in the miraculous signs and wonders. Being able to say, thus saith the Lord. And that's where we need to plant our flag of faith. That where we are at this moment, in this time, whatever we face, whoever we are, as long as we have sought the Lord with everything in us, and we have repented and come to Him, because if you're truly born again, if you do something that you know is wrong, the Spirit of God will convict you. Now there's a difference. Satan condemns. The Spirit of God convicts. A big difference. So Romans 5. Now we're in the intro in case you're wondering. It's part one but it's still the intro. So this whole thing of what we're talking about, it begins by faith for you to become born again. By faith through, through grace in the Lord Jesus Christ. Now verse 1, Therefore, or because of these things, 
being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now that's what we want today. We want to be justified before God so we don't have condemnation. Now as a Christian, the devil's going to try to bring condemnation on you. You need to rebuke this condemnation. You Now the procedure, this is what I use and it works. How do I know it works? Because I don't live in condemnation. <laughs> Because them demons out there, they do not want you to rebuke them in Jesus' name. Now see, they know the difference between someone who says it and doesn't believe it and someone who believes it. Because it's propelled by your faith. And in your faith, if you do not believe, these devils know it. There's a little thing I use, and I've used this for many years. Guy comes up and rebukes a demon. Demon doesn't do anything. He kind of smiles. The guy rebukes him in Jesus' name again. The devil's still standing there. Smiles. Looks at the Christian. Finally, a frustrated Christian, he really screams it out. The devil just laughed. And he looks at the Christian. Because the Christian has been rebuking him in Jesus' name. But the devil looks at him and says, Yeah, I know who Jesus Christ is. But I don't think you know who Jesus Christ is. You see, in spiritual warfare... You don't go into battle naked. You need authority. You need faith. You need to believe. You need to understand what you're facing. This is not a game. And it's not a social gathering in the name of Christ. This is a movement. It's not a movement of socially conscious and aware Christians who acknowledge every kind of sin that the public wants to do in order for them to feel favor with society. As Christians, we don't look for favor with society. We want favor with the Lord God. And as Paul recommended, in as much as possible, live peaceably with all men. But if you're over in India, you're over in Nigeria, and you've got to say you've managed to get a cinder block home and put some brush and stuff on top. You made your little door and you got windows, one room house where the whole family lives. You have a fire. See, that's, that's their life. So the enemy comes and burns them out. Now see, cinder block building with a thatched roof is going to burn. Now the blocks will still be there. Or maybe they go to their church. And they get destroyed while they sit there listening because the enemy breaks in in force and shoots them all in the church. The four walls of your church is not going to protect you. Now they could. If the congregation really fasted and prayed, but I can tell you the history, and we've been doing this a long time, Christians are getting murdered in their churches. They're getting murdered in their houses. The pastors are getting murdered or even as they go pray for people to be healed. I know of one story, true story. A pastor goes out. This is in India. And he was well known that if you got sick, you call this pastor, he would pray for you and you'd get well. They called him out. 
he went out and he prayed for this family. They got saved as well because the healing was dramatic. And so he went back sometime later to take them some materials because they wanted some. Well, the family was on the list of the radical Hindus because they knew that they had become a Christian. So they were heavily persecuting the family and they killed the pastor. Now you see, when you kill a pastor, especially one that is doing what the Lord wants, you can't just replace them. There may be others and there may be not. So the enemy targets the leaders. And almost every time, these leaders are going to be murdered. In America, we allow every kind of faith you can think of here because we're America. We're a free country. But make sure that just because America makes laws and we're the greatest country on earth and the most powerful, make sure you understand it's not more powerful than God. And if it begins to make laws that are an abomination in the sight of God, God will bring them down. There's no doubt. In the beginning, our forefathers warned us of what would happen. This country simply was not made for wicked to run. It was made for a righteous person to run. Righteous people. Verse 2 of Romans 5. By whom, meaning Jesus Christ, also we have access by faith into his grace. That's his favor. That's his empowerment. Wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation works patience. And patience, experience, and experience hope. And hope makes not a shame because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given to us. And for our entrance into this study, hope does not make ashamed. The love of God is shed abroad in our hearts and we know God knows us because we have repented we've come to him we've been born again into the spirit John chapter 3 we have received him John chapter 1 we walk in the light as he is in the light 1 John 1 we have repented of any sins and continue to repent you can read about the sins and the repenting in Romans 3 through 7 It's not brain surgery. It's hard to understand if you're just someone walking around. But I remember when Tower and I got saved. It was dramatic. Absolutely mind-numbingly turbulent change. Tower got saved and immediately she was an enemy of mine. We couldn't get along. Finally, one time, you know, it, I had had it. I walked out the door. I was never going to come back. I took my truck and I left. I said, I'm never coming back. Well, just give you a little hint. This week, this last week, rather, on the weekend, our family was here. And Tower and I celebrated a 50th wedding anniversary. We have gone through many things. 
but out of them all the Lord has delivered us you see hope in Christ is important and the reason I turned around on that day which I did was because as I was driving somebody was in the truck with me and they began speaking to me and I was being convicted of my sins I felt guilt out in the middle of a Wyoming desert I made a track after this happened called I met God in the desert and I did now see I was raised a Methodist our whole family went to the Methodist Church but they weren't the jumping Methodists, the excited Methodists, the on-fire Methodists that they started with and so I found religion I knew the stories of Christ but I haven't experienced the redemption and so on that day in that truck I met the real Christ and I was convicted I pulled that truck over and I was on a two-lane highway out in the middle of nowhere there was cars going by and I opened up and the truck because I was on the side of the road the door kind of fell open and I climbed out I knelt down and wept and I repented before God at that moment I can drive to that area today I know where it was and so as I stood there after I got done I was there for a while I climbed in the truck and then that same voice who was talking to me said, Now go home. There was only one place. That was where Tower was at. That's where my wife was at. So I went back, weeping as I went. Because I had met the Christ, the Son of God. And went in and opened up the door and I said, I'm back, I'm saved. And Tara said, I knew you would be. Makes me cry every time I talk about it. And it's not like everything was perfect after that. But 50 years later, we've learned a lot of stuff. And out of everything... Christ has delivered us. When we got in one of our, it's actually the second church we were in because we moved. The first church was an assembly of God. Great people there. We loved them. We moved to Casper and I told Tower, I said, the Lord will show us where to go. And we did. We moved to Casper and I was driving Tower was with me and all of a sudden I seen this church and I said that's it Faith Assembly of God Casper Wyoming Brother Kennedy and Sister Kennedy and out of that church just when, when we Tower and I went into the ministry and there were seven other couples going into the ministry at the exact same time. You know, around that time, I should say. Now you can't even find that that faith assembly that I know of. It's not around here. The church has been renamed. New pastors are there. They don't have uh, assembly of God on it that I know of. I don't go there because we have our own ministry here 
because there's one that I listen to and that's the Lord I try to all the time so hope makes not ashamed in other words you can have hope in Christ and that hope will come to pass you have hope in Christ you have hope in things you know I need you to be with my kids you pray for the children that hope in Christ and the love of God in us because the Holy Ghost is shed abroad in our hearts the love of God is in our hearts now the rest of that for when we were yet without strength in due time Christ died for the ungodly see we're a bunch of sinners in America and around the world that's okay yeah sin is wrong but you're going to find sinners because we're all sinners and Christ died for the ungodly we're not going out to save righteous we're saving ungodly and they don't like it at times for scarcely for a righteous man will one die yeah if you have a righteous guy over there who's going to step in his place yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die and they do especially in wartime they find a good leader they will risk their lives World War II my dad was in World War II my grandfather in World War One. my step-grandpa in World War One. I. I was a third-generation Navy man during Vietnam you find the right leader yeah you would go and you would risk your life and you would risk your life because you want to save America well America wasn't threatened yes it was and America's threatened today but we've been convinced and we have a lot of young people that are led astray and they're they want communism well I know what communism does and so do many Americans but there's many Americans don't listen because they are so bit especially the uh, the younger kids they're all caught up on the internet the internet is amoral it's a liar it has facts that are true and you can learn a lot but there's also a lot of bad things about it and you should never leave your kids unattended to use the internet because the internet is amoral it's not going to tell you the truth it's just going to tell you things that people say are truth and if you find something you like yeah AI will pick up and they'll send you more stuff just like it but they're not righteous but God commendeth his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners Christ died for us much more than being now justified by his blood we shall be saved from wrath through him now see saved from wrath that's why a lot of people do believe in the rapture because we weren't appointed unto judgment but salvation and through Christ we have been saved but make no mistake there are some aspects of that even in the assembly of God's doctrine that is not scriptural now we think it's scriptural they do and you can't talk them out of it. I ain't going to talk them out of it they don't they won't listen there are a lot of people that don't want to listen I focus on one thing the Lord do you know the Lord the Lord will work it out if you believe in the rapture and after the rapture if there is one and you're still here surprise surprise but uh, I don't worry I remember that same Jewish prophet that I talked to he said if there is a rapture 
I'm going to talk to the Lord about leaving me here because I want to help save Israel. But unfortunately for him, he died. A surprising death. I couldn't believe he had died. I, I wasn't, uh, I didn't get involved in his group because I had my own call. And that's what I'm going to do. And that's why I'm online right now. Because when God called me, there was not anything like this. I had to learn to do the things that I do now so I can do the things God called me to do. So by God's grace, we build our own websites, have for many years. We take care of everything so we can get the word out so that people will hear truth and the Spirit of God can touch their hearts. So that's important. Now with that, we have officially gotten through the intro. <laughs> Welcome. I have a lot of teachings, folks. A lot of them. In Isaiah alone, we're in part 177. I've been in Isaiah for, I don't know, three or four years. I don't know how long. It's been years. Tower knows. And we probably got a year or less, and then we'll be done with it. Because it's not like a regular series most preachers do. This is a different series. So check out our Isaiah series, but you're not going to be able to listen to all of it. But, you know, if you... <laughs> I think the page we have that links to all of it is pretty lengthy. I mean, there's a lot of pages. And each page has a lot on it. So, check out everything. Pray for us. And help us to get the word out. Listen to this series. Because this series, like a lot of them, they're important. Grace, Rejuvenating Hope in Christ, Part 1. Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you for this series. We thank you for our hope. Be with those who listen to this. Undertake in their lives help them Father have mercy on them and bless them and in Jesus name I bind you Satan and the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching, streaming and receiving of this word and I send forth this word into the outermost parts of the earth through the internet, the airwaves and every other place that this thing is being heard or listened to in Jesus' name. Don't forget to go by our websites at warn-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Listen to the shows, read the articles. Also, pick up my latest book, The Rising. You'll find more about it on our website. See the ads on those or go to danaglinsmith.com and you'll find our bookstore there where it is. Until next time, take care of yourselves. Be safe. Watch over your kids on the internet. May God bless you and lead you and guide you. Good night, everybody. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.